0: Hi, everyone. I'm Brian Kilmeade, and I'm here with America's Wealth Coach, Coach Pete Deruda.
1: Hey, Coach, is investing like gambling? Well, Brian, unfortunately, it is for a lot of people. Uh, everyone hopes and prays that when they put money in that it's going to do good, but that's not a good strategy. The best strategy is to have a growth protection income plan, which gives you that financial fill-up strategy, which when you reach retirement, every single year you're going to get a paycheck delivered to your mailbox regardless of how long you live and regardless of how how long your spouse lives. I mean, that makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? It does. Brian, everyone listening should get their very own wealth and income plan, and I'm giving that away free to your listeners right now.
0: It makes sense. Call 800-833-7393 or text to Brian, my name, B-R-I-A-N, to 600-700. That's Brian to 600-700. Thanks, Coach. Thanks, brother.
1: Well, hello, everyone. It's Coach Pete this week on the Financial Safari. We're going to talk about my financial perfect 10. 10 ways to make sure you're always pointed in the positive direction. We also have former U.S. Comptroller General, Mr. David Walker, joining us on the show. We'll be right back. Very exciting show. Stay tuned.
3: And now, so can you. So stick around and find out how to make it through the jungle of the financial world on The Financial Safari.
2: And welcome into The Financial Safari. Consumer advocate Thomas Lipscomb in studio with best-selling author, Coach Pete DeRuta, as well as our chief wealth strategist, Parker Holland. Welcome in, guys. It's good to be here.
1: Thomas, always good. Uh, great, great. Uh, I've had a great week. Uh, the market, uh, not so much, but it's been up and down all around. <laughs> but I'm here and I'm ready to help educate folks on wealth and income. That's what we've always been talking about. We've Been talking about it. Uh, well, for 30 years, I've been talking about safe planning. Mm-hmm. And when the market's going up like crazy, people ignore me sometimes. When the market goes down, people say, gosh, maybe that coach Pete had a point. There you go. And so the point I've always said is, hey, we don't want all our money in one place. We don't want it all under the pillow. We don't want it all in a a safe place, too safe, because safe can be boring. And especially with the interest rate environment we've been in, safe is almost detrimental to your long term financial health. If you're not earning anything, because when banks were paying like maybe 1% or less, you cannot survive using the rule of 72. You take the interest rates you're being offered you divide it into the number seventy-two. The number you get is the number of years it takes for your money to double. So, Thomas, simple math: what bank's giving you one percent? How many years would it take for your money to uh, double?
2: A good lifetime, <laughs> I would. say. Seventy-two years. <laughs> <laughs> Coach
1: Beats only fifty-six.
2: <laughs> I
1: still want to double my money. If I with the minute I popped out, they put money away for me at one percent. There you go. That's well, crazy when you think
2: about it. Well, and then you think about you know I've learned this from you guys. You, you look at inflation uh, oh. taking three, four plus percent points Try a year eight or
1: nine. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
2: especially this last year, a lot a lot of gains to have to make Parker, up.
1: Parker, your feelings on inflation?
2: Well, it's been funny how ignored it has been over the past few
4: yep. years by the Fed and everybody, and then it catches up. Everyone's like 8% a year, but when they just admitted it for the first time in eight years, they're only admitting us 1% a year. Oh. Honestly, when you look at it that way, it's been eating us year by year, and it's just, it, when it's out of sight, out of mind, or it's not publicly talked about, people don't think about it.
1: Yeah. Interesting facts came across my desk this week. Not good ones, by the way, so I figured... Might as well call attention to it. <laughs> and maybe it's you. And if it is you, hey, it's never too late to get back on the right track. or get mm-hmm. started on the track to begin with. Yeah. Question number one, what percentage of baby boomers have saved absolutely nothing for retirement? And we have to have this Sergeant Schultz come in here.
3: I know nothing,
1: nothing. All right, Parker, what percentage of baby boomers do you think have saved absolutely nothing for retirement?
4: 20 to 30 percent
1: okay 20 30 thomas you got an idea sure
2: uh i would hope that it would be less than that 10 to 20 yeah unfortunately (laughs) both of you are wrong
1: (laughs) (laughs) that means it's 45 percent oh my goodness one out of two of you listening out there who is a baby boomer has not saved a penny For retirement, think about this. Now we hear about, and when you go down every now and then, I'll drive down to the beach for a weekend, or get some seafood for a day, or whatever. Mm -hmm. We have a Wilmington, by the way, we have a Wilmington, North Carolina office right there in Landfall. Very nice location. And a Greenville, North Carolina office. And as well as our main national headquarters is right here in Apex, North Carolina. So we've got three main locations here in North Carolina. And when I'm on the beach, though, I see these big boats, Parker. And I'm wondering, did people cash in their I already <laughs> buy a boat?
4: <laughs> we've seen it. It has not been the first time we've seen that request.
1: We have seen it. <laughs> and so here, here's one thing. Not only is so you're, you're, you want to buy a boat, you get that boat fever. And I know when you want to buy something new, you get the fever. And no matter what it one says, you're not listening because you're going to get what you want. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> so the- going to take the money out of the IRA. Now, number one, what is an IRA? What does that stand for?
4: Individual retirement account.
1: All right. So and, and you're not retired yet, but you're going to take the money out of that individual retirement account that you've saved uh, and, and gone without for years with to take that money out, rip it out of there and buy a boat with it. <laughs> And once you buy a boat, is a boat uh, non-expensive after that? Oh no! <laughs> I always want the friend with the boat, not to be the friend yes. that owns the boat. <laughs> you know the acronym "boat uh, bust out another Thousand. Oh yes. yeah! <laughs> oh yeah! And I've heard it. My father-in-law used to have a boat, and he was that was great to have a boat. He's give he's given up that game now after after losing consistently and making friends with Sito too many times. Oh! <laughs> he didn't buy new boats; he bought used boats, and you know you're buying somebody else's problems when you do that. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. So, All right. So not only did you bust into your retirement plan to take uh, money out to buy a boat, who's going to be a depreciating depreciating asset, unless it's a used car. This going up like crazy. Oh, right, right now. Yeah. <laughs> but now he's taking money out that he would have had there for his retirement, would have been building for his retirement. It's not there anymore. Parker, what other problem does he have if he takes money out of
4: IRA? Everyone thinks they don't have to pay Uncle Sam. <laughs> IRAs are taxable when you take that distribution and we see it too many times people forget and then they put the minimum withholding and then they owe a lot at the end of the year and they don't have the money to cover it. Mm.
1: Yeah, we've got a great site dedicated to to questions such as this and all sorts of other questions from retirement savings to income to to if you're uh, taking too much risk. You can analyze that mm-hmm. as well. But go to PeteOnDemand.com. That's P E T E on Demand.com, workbooks, guidebooks, videos, audiobooks. Some of the audiobooks that are for sale on Amazon are free there, the books that I've written. You can also download uh, PDFs. I guess they call that, right? What's, what is a PDF? Right. To, so uh, somebody, like, you can, like an e-book. You can book You can download the ebook. That's right. That's a better name for it. You can download the ebook right from the site as well. And that's PeteOnDemand.com. Thomas, we're constantly updating that site. So if you went a couple of years ago or a couple months ago, uh, you, now there's new things there.
2: That's right. And, and if you're, and if you're <laughs> yeah. a geek like me, there's something I love on there. Uh, our retirement calculators. We have a retirement distribution calculator, a savings, taxes, and inflation calculator. Talking inflation there, Parker. Uh, personal economic recovery calculator, the mutual fund expense. Calculator, Coach. I know you're going to like that one. And the retirement planning calculator, all, all of these just help uh, engage you in your retirement planning process, really spur uh, those proper questions that need to be asked, make sure you're on the right track. And these
1: are totally private for you when you put the information in. They we are. see the number of visitors is where we that's where we that's where we end. That's as far correct. As no, what they, no information and, is being gathered. And so the reason I say that is because the inflation calculator has been used like crazy the last couple months. Thomas, we were debating a couple of years ago, just taking it off. <laughs> Nobody, cares, Nobody cares
4: Things change, don't they, Parker? Oh, very quickly and overnight. I mean, it's never been a born day for the last three years. That's for certain.
1: So this was an interesting conversation and an interesting quiz, though, and an and interesting answer on the quiz that 45% of baby boomers have not saved anything. In other words, absolutely nothing
2: for retirement. Wow. And I had to look that up online. So a baby boomer today is actually <laughs> yeah. hitting 67, 68 years old. So these are, the, these are the ladies and gentlemen out there that are right ready yep. to retire if they haven't already. Basically
1: anybody 58 to, to 60, almost 70, or mm-hmm. a little bit over 70, right? And so Because I'm, yeah. I'm a generation X. I'm right after baby boomers mm-hmm. at, and I'm 56. So I, I just missed it by a couple years, the baby boomers. And we see it all but the time. I'm t- saving some.
4: Yeah. And we <laughs> see it all the time. So many people just want to rely on social security and Retirement. Yeah. And that is never enough. And of course, as we've seen, it just gets eroded with reductions, inflation, everything.
1: Well, how important is it also, you know, Social Security is a very important factor, though. How important is it for folks that are listening to make sure they're getting their maximum benefit from the Social Security when they when they go to apply for it?
4: And there's never a straight answer. They're told at the Social Security Administration not to provide um, anything other than just information. They cannot do recommendations and not enough people know their options.
2: No, we get questions all the time about uh, maybe a former spouse or a deceased spouse. House? Am I able to take their Social Security benefit? Everybody's situation is so unique that you you need to have advice when you're doing this. It's not just another one of those documents that you should sign your John Hancock on and move <laughs> on. Well,
1: question they asked last year from this, again, this is another one of the quiz questions. Uh, it says, as a result of the pandemic-induced bear market, that happened uh, like last year, yeah, I think March last year, hmm. uh, what percentage of retirees would welcome more guaranteed income in retirement? What percentage from zero to 100 of retirees would welcome more guaranteed, lifetime income? I
4: would say February 1st, probably only about 50%. <laughs> March 15th, <laughs> probably close to 80%. Uh, let's talk about right now, Parker. We're in, we're in May. I would say right now, it's got to be at least somewhere around, I would say 70%. All
1: right, Thomas, you want to guess? Uh, shoot,
2: I would think 100% if you're asking that. Well, that's yeah.
1: what I would think too. But unfortunately, the, the number... The number of people, and we call that the swan account, that's our swan songs, uh, you know, sleep well at night accounts. The number of people who would like a sleep well at at night account where they would have guaranteed lifetime income, not worrying about the market to give them that income and, and not ever worrying about the market taking that income away. Is only fifty six percent really? So one of again, here we are. One of two people are, are would like to have lifetime income guaranteed, and then uh, one of two people would not. <laughs> but you know what? I don't think people understand the true ramifications of not having lifetime income. Social Security is a is a pension plan basically. It's an mm-hmm. annuity stream of income you get for the rest of your life. And so, but the problem with Social Security is you're not getting enough income from that Social Security. So you need to get other streams, annuitized streams of income when you retire that give you income. Come for the rest of your life, and using bucketing strategies and lifetime income annuities, that takes a worry out of planning for retirement and living through retirement, knowing that that green flag on the mailbox every single month through retirement, a mailman's going to bring you a check instead of you having to, instead of you paying bills all the time, put the yep. red flag up the mailman will put the, the symbolic. Green flag on the mailbox, and you'll have plenty of income. So, if you're interested in finding out if you have the right retirement mix, the right retirement plan, the proper allocation of taxable income and non-taxable, and making sure you have that tax navigation strategy and a wealth and income strategy, for the next ten of you who call, you will get this exclusive offer, and you'll become one of our partner clients if you if you choose. And we'll waive our $1,000 planning fee to put a plan together for you that makes sense and is customized for you and your family. Thomas, tell them how they can do that.
2: It's super simple. All you have to do is call 800-661-7383, 800-661-7383. You can also text that keyword plan to 600-700, plan to 600-700.
1: Yeah, very, very important. And I've also got a three-book set. When you come in, you'll get three of the books I've written, and uh, my, my new book is coming out later on this year. You'll get you'll be on the list to get that as well. Absolutely. Very, very important just to be educated, but more importantly, don't fall for the dirty tricks of Wall Street. Now, I've got some good news. got Mr. David Walker, former U.S. Comptroller General. In other words, he's the guy who signed the checks of the government. He resigned. He, he started with uh, Clinton, and he resigned during George Bush because he said, I'm tired of signing checks that are going to bounce. And so we're going to have David Walker on, very good friend of the show, when we come right back.
0: Termites, not the ones that eat your house, the ones that eat away at your nest egg. Hidden fees, a fee here, a fee there, a fee everywhere. They could end up costing you thousands. Thousands exterminate the termites, work with a financial professional no. who offers transparency. Call best-selling author Coach Pete Deruda and the team at Capital Financial, 800-661-7383, or text PLAN to 600 That number again, 800-661-7383, or text PLAN to 600-700.
1: Well, folks, this is the time of the show where I go out around the world and find people who are making a difference, who have made a difference, who I've known in the past, and we've got a return visitor. It it was back in 2000, I think the first time we had him on the show, maybe 2011, and then 2012... We had he had a bus tour talking about the talking about the economy and talking about spending and his name is Dave Walker you may have heard David Walker he was the former U.S. comptroller general put in under Bill Clinton and he also went through George or he went through some of George Bush or maybe all of George Bush we'll get him to say that Dave is joining us from I think D.C. today Uh, Dave welcome in well
5: thanks i'm uh, alexandria virginia oh. which for the record is outside the beltway in the
1: Real world, <laughs> right outside the sausage factory we call it we yeah, still do right you don't want to
5: be there if you don't
1: have to be so this again tell tell folks uh how you were appointed your feelings when you were appointed back then and then and then why you resigned
5: well i uh um, held several presidential appointments. My first one was Reagan. My second one was Bush, uh, 41. And my third one was Clinton. And that was as Comptroller General of the United States, which in English is auditor general chief accountability officer and head of something called the government accountability office. Uh, and the GAO is responsible for trying to help the Congress improve the performance and assure the accountability of the executive branch for the benefit of the American people. And, uh, you know, I had three goals when I went to the GAO, and I had accomplished two out of the three. And Pete Peterson, may God rest his soul, who's now no longer with us, uh, convinced me that I wasn't going to be able to accomplish the third one in that job. Uh, because when you are controller general, you can talk about the problems, but you're not allowed to talk about <laughs> policy solutions. And my view is is that You needed to wake people up, show them a way forward, and talk about solutions. And that was what the tour was about in 2012. And I'm happy to come back to that because it was incredibly successful. And we need to do it again.
1: And what was the title of that tour again?
5: The $10 a minute tour. And the reason it was called that was because the total liabilities and unfunded promises, things like unfunded Social Security and Medicare benefits, were going up $10 million a minute. Well, wow. and last year they were going up more than ten million dollars a minute.
1: You know, that's it's it's uh, when we talk about that kind of money, the average American, me included, can't comprehend that we're talking about ten million a minute. I've never seen ten million in my lifetime in one place. Ten million a minute, and and it's and it's past that you said, huh?
5: Well, yes, it was. As of last year, it was worse than that. And um, you know, the the problem is, is that you know people talk about deficits. And the president talks about that the deficit is down significantly from this, this year as compared to last year. Well, there's two reasons for that. One reason is, is we're not spending trillions of extra money on COVID. And secondly, the Congress didn't pass his, you know, his uh, trillion dollar plus bill back better bill. Uh, and so that's the only reason it's down, but, but the, the structural deficit, um, you know, that doesn't have to do with one time items, that deals with recurring items. It's actually up, uh, and 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 a lot of people talk about deficits and debt. The debt right now is about thirty and a half trillion dollars, but that doesn't count unfunded civilian and military pensions, retiree health care. It doesn't count unfunded Social Security, Medicare obligations. The real number, as of the end of last year, was not around thirty trillion. It was over one hundred and twelve trillion. Wow. I mean, it's and growing faster than the economy.
1: When you when you look at uh, people can see just a microcosm of how the federal government works. Just look at the U.S. Post Office, <laughs> because or Amtrak. Yeah, it's had its
5: share <laughs> of challenges. It has, and and you know part of the problem is is that the you know the 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 uh, Congress needs to give the 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 Post Office a little bit more flexibility about how to operate. Yeah, well, that's um, than they have, but yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, we're talking about federal deficit and and all this unfunded unfunded liabilities. And and then at the same time, I hear Biden talking about wanting to forgive student debt. How's that going to work?
5: Well, here's what's interesting, Coach Pete. The the number one asset, or stated differently, the largest asset on the financial statements or balance sheet of the U.S. government is student loans. Mm. As of the end of last year, it was 1.6 trillion and going up rapidly. So, a, he doesn't have the legal authority to do that. Number two, it would be irresponsible. Number three, it would be inequitable. What about people who have already paid back their loans or never took loans to begin with? Correct, right? like me. Yep. Yeah, right, and me. Okay, and um, you know, and, and what's he going to give away next? I mean, presidents don't have the authority to give away federal property. And the irony is this is the largest asset on the balance sheet.
1: Yeah. Well, it's like walking into your house and just giving stuff away. That's because we're taxpayers. It's our money that's being given away. And the people that are screaming for giveaways usually don't pay.
5: And then people say, well, you know, it won't increase the debt. That's true. It won't increase the debt, but it'll increase, it'll decrease the net worth of the country because you're giving up an asset. You're not taking on an additional liability. In this case, student loans are an asset
1: the federal government, not a liability. Well, the the spending is, I mean, it's putting ourselves, it it isn't, it's a national security issue when we go into debt like this.
5: There's absolutely no question that it is. I have a number of good friends uh, in in the current and former military. I'm I'm on the Defense Business Board. I taught um, at the uh, Naval Academy. Um, Two two, of many good friends of mine that were were former joint uh, chairman or vice chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. Uh, Admiral Mullen and Admiral Owens have both said publicly that the largest national security threat that we face is our mounting debt burdens. Uh, and in fact, my latest book, America in 2040, still a superpower, question mark, you know, talks about, uh, you know, the economic and national security challenges that we face and, and what do we need to do to try to address them.
1: Well, well earlier before we got you on the air, you're talking about a constitutional amendment you're working on.
5: That's right, because I'm convinced that the only way that the Congress is going to put our federal finances in order and create a better future for our children, grandchildren, and future generations is to be forced to do it. And statutory limits have not worked. The debt ceiling is a bad joke. It's done nothing to really constrain spending. Uh, and other provisions that have been in from time to time that the post-bank caps have been suspended or repealed and so what we need to do is we need a limit on credit card limit. We need a limit as to how much debt as a percentage of the economy we can take on. Absent a formal declaration of war or certain narrow, uh, unexpected emergencies. And we need to set a lower limit than where we are that we want to try to get to over uh, over time uh, to give us more fiscal flexibility and promote more growth and, and opportunity Uh, And we've actually made a lot of progress on that. In fact, um, there's a joint concurrent resolution that's going to be introduced to Congress within the next several weeks that I've been involved with that shows that more than the required number of states had asked for a convention to propose such an amendment in 1979 and Congress never did anything.
1: You know, Dave, uh, amendments are an interesting thing. Matter of fact, here in North Carolina, the people, like me included, the people voted that we should have to have voter ID. We had an amendment to the Constitution of North Carolina, and we said that we should have to have voter ID, and it passed. And yet one, one judge in North Carolina overruled that, and so we still can vote without voter ID, which really, in, the, in this day and age, that chunks my chicken.
5: Doesn't make any sense. Well, but did you do that in the Constitution? Here's part of the issue. Um, you know, part, part of the issue is, um, you know, it, it's a whole different level when it's in the Constitution. And unfortunately, unlike some countries like Switzerland, uh, that is in the best financial condition of any country in the world, okay, Yep. Uh, you know, they have uh, initiative and referendum at the national level. We don't have initiative and referendum at the national level. But one of the points that you make is, hey, we need to get, and we need to have an amendment proposed, but the way that we want to get it ratified, we want it to be ratified by conventions of citizens in each of the states because the people are way ahead of the politicians on this. And we proved that in the 2012 10 million a minute tour where we got 77 to 97% agreement on specific reforms that would get our debt to GDP down to reasonable and sustainable levels over a period of time. So the people are ahead yeah. of the politicians.
1: Hey, we've got about a minute left. Tell us what uh, what we can look forward to. I know you're, I'd love to, are you going to do another bus tour coming up? Or are they, how can the average American right. get involved?
5: We clearly need another bus tour. Uh, you know, people may want to go to um, let us vote for bba.org and find out more about this, uh, constitutional amendment effort that's underway, uh, and 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 stay tuned to some you know uh, developments that are likely to happen. I think we need another tour. I'm going to advocate for another tour. We need two things in addition to that to prepare the way. We need the constitutional amendment, and then we need a statutory fiscal sustainability commission that will engage the American people with the facts, the truth, the tough choices, solicit their input, and then make recommendations to the Congress that will be guaranteed a vote in the Congress to put our finances in order. That's what we need. Hopefully we'll get it
1: Well, that's eventually. A, yeah, that's a great plan. Let us know when you do that. We'll make sure to have you on when you when you do the next tour. And, uh, and I'd like, love to see you again too, Dave.
2: That'd be great. Take care.
1: Folks, his name is Dave Walker, former U.S. Comptroller General. And uh, Dave, thanks for your time today. We'll look forward to talking to you again.
2: My pleasure. Take care. or text PLAN to 600-700, that's PLAN to 600-700.
1: Folks, we'll be right back after this.
0: Home and Apple HomePod. Are you ready for retirement? Check out financialsafari.com.
2: All right, welcome back into the Financial Safari. Consumer Advocate Thomas Lipscomb here with you once again, alongside our Chief Wealth Strategist Parker Holland and best-selling author Coach Pete DeRuda. Coach, what a great interview that was!
1: Yeah, it was 2012. The last time I saw, him. he had a bus tour back then. He came around Chapel, went, met him in Chapel Hill, uh, and gave him a a gold record since he's been on the show a couple times. Since so we had so many, uh, when we have so many people compliment or, or comment on a guest. If they reach a certain limit, we uh, we have a special gold record, uh, framed and put in, and with their name on it, and and um, and with a picture of me and that person put it put together and, and given to him, and very we nice. Awarded that to him uh, in Chapel Hill in 2012, Thomas, when he wow. was on his last tour, and it was funded by the Pete Peterson Foundation, and and he, and he mentioned during the interview, Pete Peterson has passed away. He was a, he was a younger guy too, so mm-hmm. well as we get older everyone seems younger <laughs> but david had some great job, or he likes dave now he used to be he was david walker when he was with the government now he's dave
2: <laughs> more professional more professional
1: <laughs> but he did mention and i want to call attention to this uh, the 10 million dollars a minute tour in other words that's how much we're blowing through with the government right now
4: i would
2: love to try that he said it's more
4: than that i like, did <laughs> yeah i'd like I to try. try i would love to
2: try well, that And i mean that that was the 2012 number wasn't it so you're looking at inflation plus oh, just the state of Everything as yeah. it is now, I'm sure it's quite a bit more. Yeah.
1: So now he's he's talking about the constitutional limit. He wants to have a limit uh, of what the government could spend instead of just kicking the can down the road. So it'd yeah. be interesting to see what happens. We, we'll have if he does have another tour, bus tour. Make sure to have David on again. Absolutely. Absolutely. Fantastic. So it, it, I mean, it's just important though that we pay attention. I mean that when we think of what's happening in D.C., doesn't doesn't affect us? It does affect us. I mean, all this stuff affects us that we hear about on the news, even though we think. There's nothing we could do about it. There is something we could do about it. From grassroots on up, we can we can make a change.
2: Well, it goes back to the whole conversation. You know, we were talking about just a few minutes ago, inflation and how high it is lately. Uh, I think a lot of people can put their blinders on about taxes as well. We've talked about in past shows about how we really are. And I know we all complain about taxes, blah, blah, blah. But, but yeah. at the end of the day, we're yeah. in a low tax environment. Yeah. And so you look at high inflation numbers, you're looking at the debt being what it is, where are taxes going to go? And again, do we want to ignore that until it happens? Or do yeah. we want to be pro-
4: Parker, would you argue that we're in a low-tax environment right now? (laughs) No. It's been – it's always entertaining. It's it's always entertaining seeing people's opinions about what they're worried about most, and everyone says taxes, (laughs) but then at the end of the day – a lot of people come in and they're always just wondering a way to shelter is their form for it. But we know they're always asking for a little bit of evasion because they know <laughs> there isn't a way around it without having less money. actually <laughs> yeah. yeah, so in the toll booth and the toll booth's not going
1: away. That's right. And one thing else that's not going away is this If I
4: had
0: a million dollars, I'd be rich.
1: Now, before the show, we we got my Uncle Sam hat out. See it over there. Uh, we and we fill it with numbers and uh, generic numbers, and Parker draws numbers out, and then he draws ages out, and then he puts a plan together for the hypothetical situation that we just developed right in front
4: of our eyes. There you go, Parker. What did we What did we pull out today? Well, today we pulled out a couple, and uh, this couple, of course, we're just going to go by the name. The Deruda family, because <laughs> that's the only name I know I can use. Say, compliance won't get in trouble. Say The John Doe family. <laughs> hey, but what or the Lipscomb family. How about that? There you go. There you go.
2: Sounds, good. Sounds good.
1: Who's this Deruda guy? I'm just known as Coach Pete. What are you talking about? <laughs> My dad was a college professor 43 years. He was Professor D. Because nobody years. wanted no to, one bring, wanted nobody, to nobody try it. Exactly. It's not that hard of a name to pronounce. It On just paper, an it's scary. <laughs> it.
4: On paper, it is scary. So we have a husband and wife couple, and How they, old were they? they are currently sixty-two years old. Both of them sixty-two. Both of them All are right. sixty-two. Drew the same you know, the thing twice. The chances of
1: drawing sixty-two out twice in a row, Thomas, is, is pretty is low. Pretty high.
4: I should have been playing the lottery. It's pretty low. The probability <laughs> is
1: is pretty high that you're not going to draw something like that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. And speaking of the lottery, Parker, I'm going to get off the tangent right here because we I told you about this right before the show. Have you ever played? Scratch off lottery tickets from North Carolina.
4: Oh yes. Yeah. So every holiday season I always fill cousins and family members with scratch-offs and I always put a note <laughs> if they win more than a thousand, they have to share it. Yeah, my <laughs> wife's
1: grandmother used to give us all scratch-offs. They were the dollar one, so I didn't know they made a thirty dollar scratch-off ticket. Now, would you pay thirty dollars for one of those one ticket to scratch off? Has to be the sign That's of a poster lot board. of money. But this one guy in Winterville, North Carolina, right outside of Greenville, Mario Delgado bought a $30 scratch-off ticket and became the first winner of the $5 million prize of a new lottery game, according to the North Carolina Education Lottery. Wow. <laughs> which, That's wow. worth which it. I always laugh spend a $30 Education now. <laughs> Lottery. <laughs> education Lottery, yet they still want these bonds to that we have to we have to pay for future tax increases to pay for schools, even though the Education Lottery is supposed to pay for the schools. <laughs> oh, yes, true. That's true. <laughs> what happened there? Anyway, <laughs> so he bought his Lucky 200X, the cash ticket from Speedway on North Memorial Drive in Greenville. So he was in Greenville Buying a, buying a ticket or two. I used to go to the Dixie Queen in, in Winterville, by the way. I just had a seafood memory. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my claim to fame about Winterville. When Delgado arrived at the lottery headquarters on Friday to collect his prize, he decided to make the decision. He had a decision to make. And the decision he made was he decided he had a choice of taking $250,000 over 20 years. So every year he'd get $250,000 check for 20 years and it would stop. Or a lump sum of $3 million. So he chose to take the $3 million lottery prize. And after state and federal tax withholdings, he took home $2.1 million. Now, Parker, we were talking about this before the show. What they withhold is probably not what he's going to owe. He's probably going to owe more than that. He's
4: going to he? owe more than that. On so, <laughs> that dollar amount, he will. So, Mr.
1: Delgado, if you are lucky enough to be listening to the show, because we are in Greenville and Winterville... Make sure to put some of that other money aside or you don't want Uncle Sam chasing you around with handcuffs down Oh, the road yeah. next That's year right. if you don't pay your bill. So anyway, so so Tom so I'm sorry Parker, I got off on a tangent. I don't even know why I got
4: into that, but well, I, mi- I did mention lottery, so I did oh, trigger it. Okay, <laughs> but, I mean, he he made a brave decision. That's what triggers me. He, he made a brave decision. <laughs> yeah. uh, taxes on 250000 a year. Over 20 years, that's $5 million. He's placing a bet that he can earn more money over that period of time than what he would make in the difference.
1: So, mm-hmm. yeah, because he, he had the choice of taking two fifty for 12 years. 20. Uh, uh, sorry, 20 yeah. years or, or just getting the lump sum and he decided the lump sum. Because a lot of people, if they get the right managed platform or, or right manager or right strategy, they can outperform that. But... But yeah, he's costing himself a little money right there, right away.
4: If he has a question, we'll definitely put a plan together for him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. Let's get back to our hypothetical couple, sixty both
1: sixty two, and uh, do we what kind of inc- what kind of a uh, lump sum do we draw out?
4: It's not Mr. Delgado, but it's two point five million oh. in retirement accounts. Very nice, Thomas. We we seldom draw ones over
1: a million out of the hat. That's but right. Parker did a well. We seldom draw two sixty two year olds out of a hat too. So this is a day of seldomness. It was a small <laughs> but, hat. It was, small. it was it was Thomas size. Big hat. <laughs> oh, well, what do you <laughs> say? <laughs> <laughs> it's Uncle Sam, had. It's Uncle Sam, had.
4: Yeah, so $2.5 in okay. retirement accounts, and it's just the day of the twos. They're retiring in two years. All right. See, we drew two
1: out. Okay, so they're 62. They have $2.5 done a pretty good job of saving, if you ask me. It all depends on where it is now, but more importantly, where it's going to be in the future to make sure they never have to worry about uh, their savings Dissipating or, or going away before they har- or have left the earth. That's so right. what do we do, Parker?
4: And of course, in this plan, we do the key spend and leave plan. This is- what, and leave. So what I did was I wanted to see how much guaranteed income they could get out of the accounts while still keeping the 2.5 growing and compounding for legacy. Very important. Because a lot of people, they always assume they want to make the last check balance. But I would say more than- That's my not, dad used to say. I would always say majority of people actually would love to live off just the interest accumulated. We see that more- more often than those trying to make the last check balance.
1: Well, it's, it's like the old days where my aunts would do this up in New England because they were former school teachers and they had money. All their money was in CDs. And back then, CDs were paying 15%, 16% interest. So they were living on the interest and in mm-hmm. leaving the principal
4: alone. So that's what you're saying, that that's the goal of most people, is, is leaving the principal alone as much as possible. And of course, we run doom and gloom, worst case markets down for the next 50 years. That, <laughs> uh, that money would be able to generate $111,000 per year for as long as they, one of them was alive, and I killed them off as you wow. see here, Thomas, at age 115. The spreadsheet ran out at year 53.
1: <laughs> it, it could keep going if they're still it alive. Could keep it keeps going. going. So that's the magic of that out so, of paper. So we'll have an 11,000 per year for how many for how many years? Did you say 50? 53 years. So how much did they take in uh, in that time period? So
4: over that period of time, um, so over. 30 years, they would have taken 3.2 million. So actuarially their ages to pass away would be 91 and 92. That would have been 3.2 million. But if they went all the way to that 115, that would have been 5.8 million in income that they took off their investment.
1: All right, so let's just go back to the 30 year one cuz that sounds more realistic. <laughs> so they live 30 years after starting the plan or they yeah. live uh, actually 32 years cuz they waited 2 years after they after they started the plan mm-hmm. to start taking income. So they take income for 30 years. They started with 2.5 million. They've taken out 3.2 million. They both pass away. What's left in the account?
4: So assuming the market down isn't down every day. But let's say the market does half of what it's been doing over the last decade. So the market never had a single day where it earned more than 6.8%. And this isn't compounded. This is annualized. This isn't one of those messed up softwares. This is structuring up and down years in between. That portfolio would be worth $8.1 million dollars. Wow. When they kick the bucket at
1: age 92. So let's get yeah. a customized, if you're interested or curious at all, which you should be about what your money that it, wherever it's sitting in now, where it could be earning and, and working forward for you instead of just sitting around and going up and down with the market and not really having an income plan for the next 15 of you call, we'll, we'll do for you your very own customized example, just like Parker did the hat that we draw the numbers out, be your numbers and we'll show you your plan. And that's uh, invaluable. We've seen others charge over $1,000 or more for this if they even do something like this because we like to spend and leave. We don't like the money being at risk and we like lifetime income. So if those... Meet your requirements and, your, and touch your hot buttons. Give a call right now. The next 15 of you, no cost or
2: obligation. And that number, 800-661-7383, 800-661-7383, or text PLAN to 600 PLAN to 600-700. Listen, if you're five, 10 years away from retiring or have just retired, it is time to take a look at the risk balance inside your portfolio. Capital Financial's risk assessment that Coach Parker and the team here can show you, it'll show you the stress your portfolio could be under if unpredictable events happen such as rising inflation or a market crash so as coach pete said we've opened up the phone lines we keep a limited number of vacancies on our calendar each week call on in reserve one for yourself get your questions answered get that plan in place the number again 800-661-7383 800-661-7383 or text plan to 600 plan to 600
0: You want your piece of the financial pie? Tune in to Financial Pizza each and every week. Where do you go? Financialpizza.com. You will hear from Coach Pete DeRuta, as well as advisors from across the country. Great takes on the latest hot-button issues when it comes to retirement. Financialpizza.com. Every week, new, fresh, hot information on everything retirement. Financialpizza.com. So good, you want to take a bite. Financialpizza.com.
1: welcome back into the financial safari uh, thomas fast movie show today so fast parker fell out he's gone <laughs> remember the merry-go-round you get a go go to a nice speed and up oh, speed up yes. somebody try to jump on they fall right off that's oh, part of yes. but parker parker had to, uh, an, an obligation with his dog millie so millie had to millie had to uh see parker I millie guess. you're in our thoughts and <laughs> prayers <laughs> so i uh, talked about in in before the show, we talked about the perfect 10, the perfect financial 10. I've got a list here and we, uh, we spend a lot of time on each one of these 10 topics in person with, uh, with the folks that we serve and work with. Yeah. Uh, but I want to make sure that on the radio, we can at least hit on some of these and, and, uh, hopefully some of these will resonate with you of why they are important. And we say the perfect 10 and we don't want eight to 10. We want 10 to 10 mm-hmm. on this. And so you know, when you're in school, seven out of 10 still good. You can still pass at 70. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Right. And that's uh, back in when I was growing up, that was a C minus. But then they changed it. I remember in college, they changed it from like 93 to 100 was an A and 85 to, to 93 was a B. And. Seventy-seven, eighty-five with a C, and all of a sudden you're in the D range at seventy. I like to be above sea level myself. How about you? <laughs> I, I absolutely do. We were on that seven-point scale in, in high school and college. You remember that well. too. I like I the ten-point scale. Yes. So, but in other words, I think every single one of these topics is just as important as the, as the other one. So you can't say I just want I want to do seven of these and we don't care about the other three. Yeah, yeah. Let's at least touch on
2: these, and we might not be able to cover them all today. We'd be honored to get back in touch with you. Uh, let us know what our uh, let you know what our fiduciary opinion. Is on the matter and yeah. if anything get a second opinion of what's going on well and you can you, there's, a, there's even an
1: option there where you can read your own question to us so uh, you can hear your own voice on the radio or we can have Mr. Greg Fischel read it for you and Thomas do we have one this week that's right we actually do yeah check this out
0: Coach this week's question from Cameron in Moore County I'm 66 years old and at full retirement age my wife is 61 she will be drawing half of my social security retirement's benefit when she is at full retirement age I'm still employed, partly so that my wife will have health insurance. Would it be better for me to begin collecting my benefits now while I'm still employed and use it to pay off my mortgage, or wait on fully paying off my mortgage until I'm older and benefit from the larger amount of Social Security payments? Which option will leave us the larger amount during retirement?
1: Oh, a good question. You know, and it sounds so simple, doesn't it? But it's not. It's very complex. So one of the yeah. first things is we need to see what his long-term health ramifications are. What you know, how how is his family tree? How does he feel? How does he when he goes to the doctor? What does the doctor say? Does Dr. Uh, start scribbling on this on the uh, clipboard and then uh, whispering to the nurses. <laughs>
2: <laughs> How are those triglycerides, Bob? That's <laughs> not good.
1: Is he yelling at you because you're not following your diet correctly and you, uh, you're, you're already type 2 diabetic, diabetic and mm-hmm. that kind of thing? So, yeah. so we have to factor that in, too, because if we're not going to live long, then we need to punish the Social Security Administration. In other words, start taking some of that money because when yeah. we pass away it's gone. There you go. Very <laughs> so, true. But if he's healthy, and it sounds like he probably is healthy, then it makes no sense to me to take that social security early. Number one, you want to let it continue to grow because it's growing about 8% per year. Yeah, that's Using that rule of 72 again, eight goes into 72 nine times. So every nine years, your money doubles there, which is pretty good. That's huge. So if you can go from, from 62 to 70, that's almost nine years. That's yeah. eight years. So you almost double the amount of money you're going to get by waiting. Here's another thing, Thomas. I heard he, he wants to use that money to pay his mortgage off. Correct. My question would be as long as he has a decent interest rate, why? Because <laughs> interest rates are going up right now. Why would you want to pay off a low interest rate mortgage and then in the future maybe have to go get a higher interest rate mortgage? Yeah. yeah. Makes no sense. The banks no, the doesn't. banks would love for you to pay it off because they want to get that money and make more interest rate with it. Right now they're committed to taking a very small interest rate over thirty years on some of the mortgages that people that, that have got that I've talked to at two two point nine or lower some cases. So and right, what we're hearing about, interest rates on, on new mortgages are about 5%, maybe even higher. They are, yes. That's scary. It is. Yeah, that's uh, the average consumer in a $400,000 house is paying about $600 more per month for their mortgage if they get a house, the same house that you're in now. If you would go get it now instead of getting a couple years ago on the mortgage rates, that's how much money more money it would cost. Can mm. you imagine that? $600 more a month. Not going to do that. That adds up. It does. You're talking about 7000 more a year. Shoo. Coach, I see uh, you got your list over there. Well, the, the most important thing, and, and what we always talk about, is the importance of a financial fill-up strategy. Making sure that we have an, enough income coming to us every single year for the rest of our life. And and I forgot to press that financial fill-up button when Parker was talking about the financial fill-up plan mm-hmm. that he designed. Yeah. But it's vitally important that we do have our own financial fill-up strategy that does not depend on the stock market, on real estate, on anything that could go away or anything that could go down in value. We can't have that no. when we're talking about our retirement. Now, I, I talk to people every day and and, they, and people say, gosh, yeah, I can afford to take risk. I said, yeah, you may be able to, but can your spouse withstand it? Can your retirement plan withstand the risk that you say you can take? Yeah. Because if we if, if your retirement plan is tied to the market and the market goes the wrong way,
2: What's going to happen? It's very true. It's that unpredictability. And we, we've talked about it on the show. And, and folks, you could you know look at this if you want to online. We have resources as well that cover this, many of ours, including the five keys uh, to a successful retirement box set, uh, which is available on PeteOnDemand.com. Uh, but the sequence, and give me if, uh, <laughs> correct me if I say this wrong, Coach, but the sequence of return risk, yeah. uh, if those numbers happen to float the wrong way over the course of your retirement, it can drastically change what happens. Another
1: risk that people don't pay attention to until it hits them, and then it's too late to do anything about it. But yeah. I've got the from This is from 2009. We we uh, we had an organization called Crestmark Research that we dealt with, and they they put this sheet out called "The Impact of Losses" and why the first rule of investing is also the second rule, and that's what Warren Buffett said. The first rule of investing is not to lose money. Oh sure. And the second rule is repeat number one. <laughs> there you go. And so, but why? Well, why why not lose money, Coach Pete? Well. If you lose thirty percent in a in a market, which that happens, that's happened. If you've been in the market for any period of time longer than twenty years, you've had a thirty percent loss. I'm yeah, sure.
2: Yeah.
1: Guess how much you have to gain over the next years or however long it takes just to get back to where you started before you lost that thirty percent.
2: Mm, yeah, and I know it's not thirty percent just because I've been working yeah, with you for a long it's time. It's forty three percent. But... Forty three. Wow. Okay. So it okay. doesn't sound. It still doesn't sound
1: that bad. But think about it. I mean, how many people get a forty three percent return? Not Ex- many. No. <laughs> <laughs> not not with no
2: risk attached. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Well, and how many years have you lost yeah. that that will well, take? Well, it's a
1: time you never get back. So the yeah. time value of money, again, very, very important. So the time timing risk, the time of your life risk that you're, that you're risking by putting your money at, at too, much risk, too much risk, too much risky, too much risky talk, <laughs> Thomas. But when you're, when, you're, uh, when you're spending money just recovering what you already had, how does that make you feel? It doesn't make you feel good. No, it doesn't. But then let's go, that was just a, a very small example. What if you lost 50% and that's happened? You'd have to gain 100% to get back to even. Mm. Now it gets worse. And this happened back in, uh, well, you're not going to believe me, but I'm going to say it, then I'll give you an example. But if you lose 90% of your money, which has happened again, any tech stocks back in the day, a lot of the tech stocks back in the day, people lost 90%. How much would you have to gain now to get your retirement plan or whatever plan it was or with the money you lost? How much would you, how, how many... Is, Years or how much would you have to gain to get back to zero or back to the even? Is that
2: is that a thousand percent return? Yeah,
1: well, it's nine hundred percent. Nine hundred. Can you imagine that? Wow. Yeah. So and well, people are saying, well, coach is just pulling numbers out of his uh, his buttocks. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Dow Jones from nineteen twenty nine to nineteen thirty two. Guess how much the Dow lost? How much? Eighty nine percent. Really? Which is ninety percent basically. Wow, okay. And so we heard that the, the Black Monday, all the bad things that happened back then, right? Sure. The, uh, that was like almost put our country out of business. Yep. And then more recently, the NASDAQ from the year 2000 to 2002. How much did it go down? Oh, how much? No, 78%. Know. Okay. So if you lose 80%, which is about 78%, you have to gain 400% just to get back to even. So right. again, I don't want to doom and gloom. But we have to understand, when we take risks, there are some ramifications if, if what our broker tells us doesn't come true.
2: It's true. Well, and <laughs> these things can happen so quickly as well as some of these things you think that, oh, I'm going to have a couple of weeks to kind of react and get something in place. But oftentimes, this can happen over the course of a few days. And all of yep. a sudden, you're just, you're, your mouth is agape, uh, wondering what to do.
1: Yeah. Well, and, and then it's too late then.
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, if
1: you lose 90%, I mean, you basically start going to church more. <laughs>
2: because
1: there's not much else is going to recover from that. There so, you go. Yeah. Uh, Uh, But let's make sure to get your own plan put together, customized for you and your family. Tell us what you desire, and let's see if it's possible. And then let's show you in writing what it could be at the best and worst. Most planners don't do this. They show you the best case example, and it never happens. Let's show you the worst, and let's show you what it could be. And then somewhere in the middle, it's probably where you'll be. But you're never going to be less than what we say. And that's the most important part of having a true total retirement plan. Thomas, the next 15 people who call. We've seen others charge over $1,000 for this. As long as you have $200,000 dedicated to retirement, this offer is for you, and our strategies do work best for those of you with at least a million dollars dedicated to retirement, but we never tell anyone, no. We always say, yes, let's see. Let's see what we could do for you. Let's see how we can help you. Let's see if we can get your questions answered. So for the next 15 people, we'll do it for you. And you'll get a a three book set of three of the books I've written as well.
2: I love that. So the number to call to take advantage, 800-661-7383, 800-661-7383, or text PLAN to 600-700. And this is for you, our listeners, because a lot of you have called in, written in and told us uh, that you, you feel like you're saving well but you're concerned about what a volatile season in the market may do to these savings and making sure that folks have an income plan that will last truly their entire life, this is what you talk about, Coach, is what drives us here at the show. It's it's what we're good at and it's what Coach Pete and Parker and the team do day in and day out. They craft their plans to truly take advantage of good and bad markets. So call in, get your questions answered, but more important than that, get that total retirement plan in place. The number 800-661-7383 800-661-7383 Or text that keyword plan to 600 700 plan to 600 700. Thomas, people have asked me, Well, coach, when should we start worrying about retirement? And I say, As soon as you have violated the speed limit in your age, it is time for a plan. So if you're 56 and above, come see us. I love it. That number again, 800 661 7383. 800 661 7383. Or text plan to 600 700. For Thomas Wiscomb, Parker Holland, it's Coach Pete. We'll see you next week right here on the Financial Safari.